Good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Convo. Live with REN Chosen. Today's special guest, F.D. Sparkman. Today's topic is when you think no one is listening to you. And we've all had those situations where we're giving advice or to a friend where we are trying to assist someone in what step to take next on our life journey. And it seems as though our advice, things we're saying are falling on deaf ears. So today we will be addressing that topic. Now, if you missed yeah, last week, we talked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed it was. Thank you. Now, if you missed last week, we spoke on family ties, multiple bloodlines under one roof, and we touched on secrets and generational curses. And for our recap, we have chosen. All right, y'all. So if y'all didn't tune in last week, when we, like Ari just said, we talked about uh, bloodline, uh, we talked about family ties and multiple bloodlines under one roof. Uh, we got into the, I think the part that I really started wanted to, I really, that really resonated with me was about the secrets. You know, how you have all these different uh, belief systems and how we, uh, as a people, um, what we got, well, we kind of got our family structure. We talked about things that were taboo. We talked about how those things that can happen uh, in, in, in the generation before you can still tag along to where you are now in your family and why your family might have, why your family might have these generational curses and how we're going to go about breaking them. And then, and, and, you know, you're finding out that, 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 that that auntie was really your mama. And, you know, we kind of <laughs> talked about that stuff around the Christmas holiday because that's usually sometimes how some of them secrets come out. And, you know, somebody mm -hmm. might get upset. I ain't trying to run you to the store. Every time I come over here, you want me to take you to the store. Where you get that from? And then them type of the conversations, they blow up into, you know, different things and stuff start coming out. So that's where we were at last week. So we're going to hit y'all with something different this week. All right, now we have a comment already. First and first and foremost, good morning, everyone from Shell. Good morning, Shell. Thank you for joining. Faithful, faithful. She's here every Sunday. Every Sunday. <laughs> Jarrell says you can have the right message, but that doesn't mean you're the right messenger. This is true. Mm, mm -hmm. Frederick, run with that. Well, that's exactly true, and it's like I was talking about earlier. <clears throat> Well, I had had this deal yesterday, and uh, there's this friend of a friend. He's been going through some stuff, and I hadn't really thought about it much, but as soon as I saw him, you know, I got that unction to go over there and speak to the guy. And so we spoke for, I'd say, at least a good three, four hours. And he was telling me that out throughout all the things that he's been going through, that I was breaking up uh, the Bible, and he was like, well, yeah, you know, I heard you, and I know you don't think I read it, but I've been reading my Bible for the last 62 days straight. <laughs> so it, it kind of threw me off a little bit because he was telling me he started reading it because I kept pressing it and pushing it because sometimes <clears throat> people know what they need to do or they know that they, they have an inkling of what they should do, but most a lot of people lack that follow through that they need or that push to get them motivated to go ahead and start doing it. Now he was telling me what was starting to happen after he started reading this Bible. 
and how things were starting to play out for him and how he was starting to figure things out because it was getting his mind in a different place. And he was like, it was all because I had spoke to him about it. So, so <clears throat> I guess that was the most high. Let me ask you. So I'm, I'm thinking when Jarrell says the right message, uh, but you're the wrong messenger, would that be just uh, the timing of things? Uh, not always. Sometimes. Not always. Well, when you're the right person, mm -hmm. it's always the right time. You're supposed to sow a word in and out of season. Okay. Just because, so that goes perfectly in the play to what I was going to say. They might, but they might not be in a position to hear you right now, but they are listening. And later on, when they're ready to receive those words without you being there, those words will come back to them. It's like the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will, will bring you back a remembrance of what was spoken. Okay. And you've never been through a situation to where someone gave you a piece of advice and all of a sudden you're getting ready to do this one thing and you can hear them clearly like they're standing there talking to you in your ear and it's a word in due season. That's why they call it that. Okay. And what, what's usually happening is you're, you're storing up, you could say, a good thing for later <laughs> in, inside of that person. Okay. Jarrell says the person hasn't gained the respect needed for them to truly let your words resonate with them. This could be true as well. A lot of times people won't listen to you because they don't know you and they don't trust you. So if I don't know you and I don't trust you, I don't trust your advice. Hmm. So a lot of times people will watch you and after a certain amount of time, when they feel comfortable enough, they will come back and really start paying attention to you and really start listening to you. But you have to be one of those persons that's walking your talk or talking your walk and walking your talk. So if you're not the type of person that's going to walk your talk, nobody's really going to listen to you. If, if you're hmm. not keep, okay, keeping your word and staying through your path, why should I hear you? Okay, Chosen, what so, do you have to say about that? I mean, hey, I uh, have a, what he said was I used to experience a lot of that, man. Like, uh, you'd have you'd have a lot to say, and in my in my experience, what it was, it'd be like people, they, they, they either they talk over me or they don't hear whatever it is I'm saying. So going back to what Jarrell said, to me, I started feeling like it was like a spiritual thing. Hey, these people ain't ready for what you finna get ready to say. What you have is not. So it's like maybe it's like you 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 generating a lot of energy. It's like radiation to them. So you know you be around radiation, it aggravates you, and you try to find a way to get away from that. So from what sometimes I feel like, okay, they ain't hearing me, or, or I can't get a word in edgewise, or. You know, and it's probably just the energy and the spirit that, hey, you just, it ain't time for you to say say that, or they're not ready to hear that. So that's pretty much what it is. I mean, I'm right on so point, right there with you with it. In a situation like that, when you think no one is listening to you, do you continue to speak on it? Do you well, see, you away from it? Well, I mean, you know, I think that human nature has like, I got some, you know how we are whenever we feel like we getting cut off. Like, no, you didn't. Like, like, no, you didn't. Like, 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 no, you didn't. Like, like, I'm trying to talk. Like, like, I'm speaking. Hello, I'm here. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, human nature uh, shows us that makes us feel like, 
okay, we don't like to get our toes stepped on and almost somewhat disrespected whenever we're either talked over or we're cut off. But what I, you know, when we just got through talking about the spirit part of it, and I guess you kind of got to, you have to kind of yield to that and look at that aspect as well so that you can be like, all right, this is, let me adhere to the spirit and not, and not uh, succumb to these emotions that I'm feeling because ain't nobody listening. Because sometimes whenever you think people ain't listening, <laughs> they really are listening. What? Sorry about that. I, Jarrell just had another comment. Now, this was my good. next question. So, um, I, know I, <laughs> I know I don't take relationship advice from single people, but if I do, they have to have proven their knowledge is coming from a real source of understanding. And I was just about to ask that about relationships. When you're, let's say you're the only one that's married in your group of friends or have been married in your group of friends and they are, uh, good morning, Bay Houston. And they are trying to uh, give you advice on your marriage, and but they've never walked that path. They've not even come close to that path. How do you receive that information? How do you receive that advice? Man, that's for onions and not French fries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so you basically not taking any interest in what they're saying no. because they haven't been in your shoes. Correct. So if I mean, it's not that they haven't been in my shoes. It's that they they don't even have any shoes. <laughs> <laughs> there is no spoon. Yeah, you got no dog in this <laughs> in this race. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, no come on now. You, that's like I'm me going to an orthopedic person that takes care of feet and asking him about a problem with my neck. <laughs> so you just don't listen to anyone that, uh, like he said, that's single, have been single, uh, never been married. So what if there's a, a, a bitter divorce friend in the mix? And they're giving you advice. Do you take? You said a friendly what now? A divorced, bitter friend in the mix. You're smiling. Oh, (laughs) you know what? Advice with a grain of salt. Okay. Hey, hey, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you like this. You have one of those. Okay. When last? You y'all know where I be going with this. When the last time you seen a good revenge movie? And whenever the, uh, you know, a, a good revenge movie, like, you know, whenever you see, uh, like, what the part in the movie where they're doing the dirt or whatever, and, 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 and it's like, you like, I just can't wait to get to the part to where they get theirs. And, and, you know, you get that feeling of, man, go get that mother sucker. Go get them. And, 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 and I would do this and I would do that, that, that. When you have that bitter friend that's on the outside looking in that probably went through that, and you and when you start telling your part about what's going on, see, they've already been there. So when mm-hmm. you start talking about the stages that you're going through and this, this, and that, you know, they get they, they get that heightened, they get that, they power up, if you will, and they tell you all the stuff that they probably would have done and what you need to do, but you're not there yet. So it's like, you know, you're standing on the edge and and, and you like, so you can either do one or two things. You know, you can try to go do exactly what it is they said that they would have done and epically fail. Or, <laughs> you know, you can or, or you can just be like, you know, just take it into consideration and look at it for the way, you know, look at it to see what the signs is going to come and just be mindful of the situation. So the only thing that you can really do is like listen to them 
And like you said, Fred, Frederick, um, take, take that advice with a grain of salt because everything is different for everybody. Every, if I gave you, you know what I'm saying? If uh, we swing a bat at the ball, we're not going to hit that ball. If we hit the ball, we're not going to hit that ball the same distance. You know what I'm saying? You have a different strength in your swing than I have a different strength in my swing. The only thing that's going to happen is the only true fact is we're going to hit the ball. Now, how far we hit the ball is it depends on what we have in us internally. First, you know, be it strength and um and 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 mental mental capacity or mental power. So that's how I look at that. If you got one of them friends, you just have to really, really, with all your friends, you just really have to take that with a grain of salt. Okay, Rochelle says if you could hear what they have to say, but still make your own decision. That's it. Yeah, exactly. well, that's an anything. <laughs> that's. That's like going to a car dealership and just doing what they tell so, you to do. <laughs> again, that's true with anything, but again, it goes back to uh, weighing that advice. Now, weighing if you want to go to spiritual, that's different. Yeah. Because if you're going spiritual okay. on that, it may be that this is the time to push in. This is the time to stand your ground. And the Holy Spirit might be all over you. And you got to get those words out. And that's when you allow the Holy Spirit to speak through you and not you yourself so that the words that you speak come from him and not you. And they touch to the intent of so the word. Step right. back right. and evaluate yourself no. and how your, what your delivery no. is. Mm -hmm. How your delivery is. No, no? No, no, that is not what I said. Yeah, I'm asking <laughs> questions. Well, what, so what I would normally is when you don't think anyone is listening. So this is the point, like you said, when the Holy Spirit is on you and it's pushing you through, this is where you take the step back and reevaluate re what you're saying and your delivery. Not me, really. What I'll Not usually me. do I already know is you don't. before I open my mouth, what I really do before <laughs> I open my mouth is I'll ask to get, you know, the Holy Spirit to speak through mm -hmm. me. Now, if you spitting out lies, then I'm going to give you instant automatic replies to those lies. <laughs> but I'm still going to be trying to get the Holy Spirit to use the right words to reach you. Nine times out of ten is shooting down your lies like... Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> I want to make sure there are no lies in the conversation. So I got to, you know, pounce on them first. <laughs> okay. And then go ahead and get me. What? So when you're telling me that you have been an angel and you didn't do nothing wrong, of course I'm going to shoot that down first. <laughs> and then go for it. Me. What about in the first place? <laughs> How do we address that in the workplace when you don't think anyone is listening to you? I know you. <laughs> go ahead. Me? In the workplace? No, Chelsea. No, go ahead. Oh, no. Man. It's a different way to, it's, it's okay. You think nobody is listening. Okay. Uh, you say something, let's say you go into, let's say you go into your local break room <laughs> and you, you know, you, you shooting, you shooting the dirt, uh, what have you. And, and you know, you got, you know, your coworkers around you, y'all talk about, let's say, okay. You, 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 even though you're not supposed to talk about certain things in the break room, let's, let's just be honest. A lot of people still talk about those things. They still talk about, you know, uh, their views on politics, religion or whatnot. So you might have it to where you in there and you going in it, you lose that. Um, you, you, you forget where you are, you get into your element and you go in there and you shooting your mouth off. Uh -huh. Then the thing happens is later on, you start seeing, 
uh, certain people that was in the break room with you, they just decided they're not going to be in there when you come in there or they uh, work around you a certain way and, and, and you just don't know how, okay, then it dawns on you. Was they in the break room when we was talking about this? Oh, this. And sometimes you might have it to where you have some people that uh, resonate or get closer to you. Because mm -hmm. it's happened to me, uh, you know, in my uh, workplace. And it's like, <clears throat> I, uh, you know, certain people that I just didn't think they would talk to me. And later on, after they've heard me speak, it was like I would get asked certain questions outside of the reason why we are here, you know, outside of why we're at work. You're like, hey, man, you got a minute? Or like, you know, I had a friend of mine, well, I had a coworker of mine that like, I don't understand. Like, I ain't gonna say I don't understand. I know where it came from, but like, I'm, 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 I'm in the little vehicle to go to where one of the places that we, that we, um, you know, that we have to go to. So it's get, you know, you get one of them little old moments of silence and, and, and all of a sudden the silence breaks and he's like, out of the blue, just, yeah, man, uh, yeah, me and me and the wife are going through something. So I'm like, what made him just say that? Yeah. Oh, I get it. We were talking about yeah. relationships a couple yeah. of ways. We got two comments right here. Oh. I want to get this in before you All continue right. that. Jarrell says, it's easier to recognize how to vet knowledge once you've learned what triggers your own misunderstandings. And Eduardo says that his dad taught him how to shoot pool when he was eight. And for mm -hmm. a long time, he had him sit on the side and watch old players play, learn from their good shots and from their mistakes. He said this is how he had lived up until now. That goes to <clears throat> listening to uh, the uh, old wise counsel, those uh, in your mix, listening to them, learning from their mistakes. Now, let me address that because when you have this, goes back to what I said about bitter old friend, bitter uh, divorced people, Better uh, people from broken relationships or whatnot. The things that they say and 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 put into your mind can can force you to uh, make a decision that hey, you know, make you not want to go down a path because of, of this person's experiences. Mm -hmm. Instead of taking out that information to help you better yourself on this journey, right or wrong, truth. I mean, yeah. So because in short, you because in short, you gotta watch what you give people. If you if you're easy, easily influenced, then yes, I would agree with that. Okay. But okay. If you're not easily influenced, you're gonna walk your own path regardless. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I don't know if y'all right. I don't know if y'all caught the fourth wave. I just did, but 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 yeah. Fourth wave. <laughs> yeah. When he said that easily weak, basically weak-minded people. Mm -hmm. You know, only my Star Warriors will get that, you know, you wave in front of their face and tell them what they but it's a, only weak-minded people are influenced by the force wave. So you have to be careful what ammunition you give people. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm saying if you if you if you that one that, that better friend or whatever, you telling people what you would do is I ah, know you got one time to, to, to do this to me and this is what I do, and then you know you 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 never know who's in that room listening to that. They might be going through that same exact thing. And that advice that you just gave them resonated with the negative side of them. And they just be like, you know what? I heard this last night. I heard them in that break room. And and then the, the next next thing you know, they, they they on the news. And and then you be like, well, I just talked to him. Well, that was a problem. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> that was the problem. 
Like you gave that advice, you gave them this ammunition that was more hurtful than harmful, man. So you have to really watch that. Okay, that makes sense. So again, we're going back to when when it seems as though no one is listening, or when you think no one is listening. Let's you take this no about rearing children. You know, children are hard headed. <laughs> They are. They don't want to listen to anything you say. Now, when you're trying to instill the right information in your child, how how do mm -hmm. we attack that hard-headed children? Children that's turning into well, deaf ears. I say this, and and this is from experience. Uh, it's, it's just like planting seeds. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You plant the seeds, and you water the seeds. You don't see the growth in what the seed has until later on. So we can walk around and sit up and say that these children they hard headed, they 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 they're not listening. It's right now you don't see you don't you don't see the stem, you don't see no button or nothing, but the seed is there. Like for instance, like last week, like my oldest, um, you know, I get up, I usually would get up and I go, you know, make breakfast and stuff like that. And I'm like, and then sometimes I'd be like, man, you know. Well, it'd be cool if one of these boys was down here looking at me doing it and then it would <laughs> and for a while it's been like that. So I've been saying, no. but, huh? I'm just saying, wouldn't it though? It would be nice. But Yeah, so it'd be cool. It'd be cool if uh, it'd be cool if he was down here looking at me do this. Now check this out. So so one day last week I go to the store and then when I go to the, then I come back home from the store and then it's, it, it's three plates, out, grits, uh -huh. eggs, and, and bacon. I didn't cook that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, they look, they see children are sponges, but what we think is when they hard headed and we think they ain't listening, they listening. And it's and, and, and you watering them seeds, man. You already planted the seed. So you water the seed, the seed don't die, eventually it's gonna bud, but you're gonna see something that might even start budding and then die, but you can't say that that seed wasn't planted. Okay. Frederick. You don't have anything to say on that? Oh yeah, okay. I mean, what me? A lot of the times when we'll talk a lot, and I'll tell them. Well, they'll tell me what they intend to do, and I usually tell them the five or six things that are going to happen to them. <laughs> and usually, <laughs> okay. So after they've gotten those five or six lumps, they come back and ask for some real advice. <laughs> so because you can't make. I listen to you, but if I tell you specifically what's going to happen to you when you do this or that, and I'm right spot on each time, that's you're from thinking I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's from experience. All right, Leroy yes. says, wise counselors must operate the way the older generation has for years. Give wise counsel, then sit back and allow for the receiver to bump their heads. That's what you just said, Frederick. Experience is oftentimes the best teacher. Uh, once the receiver sees that his or her plan isn't working, what do you say? Hold on. We got another comment after this. Once the receiver sees his or her plan isn't working, then hopefully they will willing, willingly to change their plans up. Okay. Like you just said, come back with some real advice. Jarrell says, you know that, you know what gets me? People say I'm too tough on my kids, but I watch their kids be bad and they start cussing them out. I'd be like, wow, but I'm tough. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, boy. I mean, you know, what did, what did, what did Cat Williams say about that? that Y'all remember that? 
Well, okay, no, we I said don't. about the kids. Uh, we, 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 oh my gosh, that's a little bit. But let's get back to what Leroy said. So uh, okay. then we'll go back off of that with the kids. You need me to repeat his comment? Uh, no, nah, I'm looking it? at it right now. I got it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I, I get, I get, I, I agree with, with what Leroy said because it's like the rules of the game don't change. You pick up Pac-Man right now, and, and you still got to play Pac-Man the same way you played Pac-Man back then. And, <laughs> and, 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 like, kids nowadays probably won't understand it, but I bet you if you don't use up, down, left, right, you're going to get hit by Pinky, Bleaky, Sue, yeah. whatever the heck his name was. So the thing about it is, is I can teach you how to do this and show you how to do it and give instructions. It's, it's basically what it was was laying down a blueprint. Like, you lay down a blueprint, and, and and the plans won't the plans won't change. You're gonna you know you if you veer off you know you probably you know just like I said again about the baseball, you might uh, um, do it a little differently. But at the end of the day, it's still a building. So you once you follow them blueprints. So yeah, I agree with that, man. You gotta let them bump their head. Experience is the best teacher. I told you, huh? My dad used to always tell me. He said, "You don't believe me? Keep hmm. living." What are you gonna do when you live I always most taught, of the time? Hmm? I always taught that experience say? is a harsh teacher. Mm. Experience is a harsh uh, uh, teacher. Uh, yeah. So one of the main things that I would instill in them is we get onto a certain subject and they ask a question about, okay, what will happen here? Then I'll usually give them those five or six things or go down each individual road on why these things would happen to you if you go and do these things if you go and do those things. And when you experience it the wrong way, experience is a harsh teacher. Mm -hmm. But the best thing to do is to have insight and I would say pre-organized guidance to where they know what they're about to do. They know what's supposed to happen. They got a good general idea. And then when they see it start to come down, now they can make the choices to follow what they want to do, or they can make the choice to follow is chosen said the blueprint that you've already laid out and if they choose to do it their way they're gonna get knocked on their head and the next time they're gonna think hmm maybe i should have listened to that yep. okay mm -hmm. so now let's dig a little deeper what about in your relationships when you don't feel as though your mate is listening to you i mean okay i i i'll say okay when you feel as though are you some people are different i tend to look for results you know how some people sit up and say, like, you, 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 like, if you tell your mate this, 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 blah, 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 um, this is how this should work, this is how you should handle this, and they choose to do otherwise, uh, way I usually have, I just watch for results. I'm like, I just look for the result. It's like, I'm not going to sit up here. There's no need for me to raise my voice or get belligerent with you when I know for a fact that what I'm telling you is right. There's no need for me to have an argument. You know what I'm saying? So if I tell you one way to do something and you do it the way you feel that you should, you know, some people like to sit up and say that thing like, well, if you was going to do it your way, then why mm. you asked me in the first place? Like, you know, some people, the, to me, the wise way of doing that is not even say that. It's like, okay, once I planted that seed and I, and once I planted that seed, you know, give you your water and, and after that, and it goes awry, it's cool for you to come back and tell me I was right. And it's fine for you to do that. I don't need to make you feel stupid. I don't need to. I don't need to hit you with "I told you so." It's just you know we both know without me saying. Maybe you'll listen next time. That's how I would handle some stuff like that. But most people usually, 
you're not about to self-destruct this and they push the self-destruction and now you mad because you got to go in there and bomb squad and defuse the whole thing before it get down to zero and stuff and then you know you you causing more damage that way anyway because now when we go back to what i say when we in the business of being grown you should have it to where you have somebody that listens that that, that that's hearing you listening hearing is two different things yeah so you should have somebody around you that's hearing you now when you get to the point to where they just don't hear at all and don't take it then that's when it's like okay now we got to do something different because you're you you you're not an asset you're a liability because i'm giving you instruction and you're not learning i'm giving you instruction and you're doing what you want to do and you seeing that it's and you seeing that it's destructive but yet you won't quit you won't stop so now we got to do something different okay frederick what do you Yes, sir. Oh, but I no longer have that problem because uh, <laughs> I did something. <laughs> uh, I, did something I did something really weird. What I did this time around, because you know we've been together the first time, and I did something extremely weird. What I did was I prayed for the give her my spiritual gifts and for me to receive hers. And for me to think along the lines that she thinks along and that I think along the lines that she thinks. And what we really have is we have a communal thought process where we read each other's minds, know what the other person wants, know what the other person expects without saying a word. I was walking in the kitchen the other day and I was thinking about something that I wish she to did. And she screamed from the other room, what, you calling me? You saying something? I was like, I didn't even open my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> my mama would say you thought light lit what thought you farted but you sh <laughs> that's Jarrell for you man oh man that's my brother man he gonna hit you with the funny every time man he gonna yeah, that, that, that wit of his is, 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 is uncanny <laughs> in a in a lot of relationships, when they when they go in and get divorced, what is the statistics again? Fifty percent for for the divorce. A lot of it is that they don't feel as though that they were being heard, that their mate was not listening to their needs and what they wanted and what they desired. Mm -hmm. Could this all just really be poor communication? Yeah, everything is about communication. Everything is about communication. That's why I prayed the prayer. We communicate so well that everything else falls into place. And that's awesome. Communication skills. Come I believe we did a, an episode about that, didn't we? About mm. communication. I think we because it's all it's not about a lot of times. You think we did what? I think we touched on communication a lot of times, but we never nailed it down. <laughs> Maybe we should do that because, like you said, everything is about communication and listening, hearing. It's all about your delivery as well and whether or not the person is receptive. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes it, it, uh, one person can get to a point where it's my way or the highway and nothing you say, you know. Um, this also goes back to the uh, people that believe the know-it-all people. Right. The know-it-all well. people. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. No, like my old friend Mark used to tell me, everybody hates a know-it-all that actually knows it all. <laughs> I mean, 
the only way that you can go through life and be a total idiot is if you don't research, you don't read, you don't look ahead, you don't anticipate. All I do is read and think and learn and anticipate and pray and try to head things off at the past before they ever come so that I am prepared. Hard work and diligence is everything. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Rochelle says there's been convos that touch on conversation, but non-dedicated directly to it. I told you she's faithful. She's here every Sunday. She know what we've talked about. She's right. here every Sunday. <laughs> All right. So now you have people that their knowledge is only book knowledge. You have people that uh, their knowledge is only from their experiences, you know, no book knowledge. And then the most important is common sense. And we all know, as Rochelle said, that is a superpower. Not everyone has common sense. <laughs> I don't know why people say that nonsense all the time. <laughs> what, common sense? Yes, why would I want that? It's common. <laughs> Wisdom is a principal thing, I you know. You're getting get you understanding. I need you to explain that because common sense. You you hear that a lot out of out there. What, common what? sense is important. The, the common thing out there that you see is destruction. Why would I want a part to that? Any parts of that? Okay. So well, the, the, goal is to be, the goal is to be uncommon. Correct. You want to be wise. You want to attain unto wisdom or wise counsels. The biggest thing that you can do, the book of Proverbs has been there for centuries. Right. <laughs> You go in there, you look around, 90% of the things that we talk mm -hmm. about are covered, and you get a cause and effect. Okay. Causality, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, you want to go matrix on that. <laughs> I mean, so the whole thing, the Bible gives you a cause, then it gives you an effect. If you do this, this is going to happen to you. If you do this, that's going to happen to you. If you do this, this is going to happen to you. That's all over Proverbs. Mm. Yep. So we have a lot of people you have a wealth of information stored right there in that one book mm -hmm. that nobody will read. Hey. hey, it is there. That That's your wise counsel right there. Now, we spoke earlier about how, uh, we're going to bring this back to scripture, how in the King James Version, the word listen is only in there once, and hearing is in there 550 times. Somebody run with the difference, please, between listen and hearing. It's up to you, Chosen. Okay. All right. So, uh, listen is like, you know how somebody always say, you know, it's, yeah, it went in one ear and out the other. Mm -hmm. Okay. You hear it, you know, you, 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 I mean, you listening. So, okay, I'm listening. So, like, you steady, steady talking to people. Maybe you dropping some gems and you talk, you talking to them and they're like, and their response is, mm hmm. <laughs> mm hmm. <laughs> mm hmm. Oh, they say, like, I mean, you, you, yeah, you dropping, or they don't say anything, but you dropping gems or whatever. Now that's like listening when they just listening to you. When they just they 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 hear your words and and the, the sound of your voice. Okay. Now hearing is when okay. they're actually engaged in your conversation. Okay, when they're actually engaged in your conversation, and they either they're either gonna have a rebuttal, or they're going to have, um, or they're going to be in agreement. Cause if it's congruent with what they're saying, you can't help but uh, you can't help but engage in that conversation. You can't help but engage in in uh, in, in 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 the fellowship. 
Because that's it. Because whenever you're hearing, you're going to get fellowship. You know what I'm saying? But whenever you listen, then this is going to be like you talking to a brick wall. And uh, then sometimes, like, if you don't think that they're hearing, um, I got a friend. Um, I got a, I got a friend of mine, and and I, I hung around him a lot. And to this day, I go back to tell him. I said, "Man, I learned a lot from you." He's like, "Man, I don't remember you. I don't remember teaching you anything." It was the mm-hmm. fact that when you were talking, I wasn't just listening to what you were saying. I was hearing everything you said and watching things that you did. So it's not only not only was it the uh the words you know i reson i resonated with your frequency we was on the same frequency and whatever you said to me was food to it was, it was food to my inner being it mm-hmm. was the food to my enemy when i, I ain't saying enemy like e-n-m-y i'm like e-i-n-n-e-r-m-e my enemy so it was a uh, food to my enemy and that was and that's what helped me grow with so the difference between listening and hearing is you're gonna listen but you ain't, but, but, but you ain't, you, you might not grow because it's just bouncing off of you. It's bouncing off of you uh, mentally and spiritually. But if you're hearing, you're going to grow because you, you're going to grow either one way. Either you're going to grow closer to being a Sith or you're going to grow closer to being a Jedi. Or you might take it into consideration and usually you might become gray, you know, with in between. You know what I'm saying? And take a little bit here, use it for this and this and that. But basically, just basically saying that, you know, when you're hearing, something is going to change. Nothing will change when you're just listening. Okay. And like the scripture says, see and perceive, hear and understand. Mm-hmm. Huh. See and perceive, hear and understand. Do you remember, uh, do you remember Frederick? You know, I got to give it you on this one. Do you remember Fist of the North Star? Yeah. Okay. So you remember Ken and Rao, the brothers, and the father was like, yeah. uh, and the Bang father me. said that, okay, well, the father was telling him, he said, uh, he, the father was like, Rao, of course, was the most powerful. He was powerful, he was more powerful than Ken, but the father saw more in Ken and made him, and told him he would be better to be the fist, and he said that power, he said, what well, you have, Rao, you have power, but you lack perception. Power without perception is, uh, is, is, is dangerous. So you have to have both. You have to have a certain perception whenever you are listening. What's another so, word? I mean, whenever you listen so that you can hear. What's another word for perception? Starts with a uh, You give me that one. I drew a blank. Discernment. <clears throat> Discernment, okay. We'll if, if you can't, have this, if you can't just properly discern which way that you need to go and you can't properly discern how things are about to come, then you can't probably analyze or compare courses of action. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need you to repeat that. Yeah, you gotta be in the trenches. <laughs> okay, if, if you can't properly discern how things mm-hmm. are coming at you, if you can't properly discern which path you need to take or which way you need to go or what you need to do to adapt to, adapt to get this situation to work out in your favor, then you basically just gonna destroy whatever it is you're trying to do. Discernment is everything. You see it coming so that you properly react. That's true. Okay, so when we don't think anyone's listening to us, what is the best uh, action here, best course of action? And like you said earlier, we can't force someone to listen. Can't force someone to hear. Okay, so I 
had asked, should we just stop trying? Um, like this goes back to the first message that Jarrell said, you know, maybe you're not the wrong, maybe you are the, have the right message, but you're the wrong messenger. Goes back to the same thing. This is why I asked, do we stand back and reevaluate what we're saying? Or is this the point where, as we've stated, we allow them to bump their heads and then come to us? I say that. So some all of that yeah because i mean you don't quit like you have something on the inside of you that you need to get out you know that you need to get out that needs to be heard i mean you don't quit you put it out there because like i said before you're planting seeds you know what i mean and and, and most of the time you know i hope i hope well i i mean i speak for me i the seeds that i usually want to plant are the, the things that i wish that could be for the betterment of our you know what i mean so you don't quit, you don't stop because eventually, you know, somebody's going to hear, you know, somebody's going to hear. There are going to be those that just listen. So you don't quit. So Jarrell says, Spider-Man's uncle said, with great power comes great responsibilities. This is true. Yeah. yeah. This would go with, uh, no, I wanted to talk to you, mention Frederick, the, where we talk about communication and the tongue. And the tongue is a double-edged sword. It brings life, it brings death, it brings blessings, it brings cursing. Okay, right? I'm on the right yeah. path, right? Okay, so right message, wrong messenger. Could that be harmful at times, the fact of um, not feeling like we were being heard or being listened to, and we take that, that feeling of uh, anger from someone not listening and respond inaccurately? Could well, that be damaging? Well, it's like I was saying before. When I try to go give advice or whatever, I try to stay out of the conversation. What I'll usually do is I'll ask the Holy Spirit to speak through me. Now, that's the right messenger. He is actually the messenger. <laughs> when you get involved, you say stupid stuff and you get in the way. The best thing to do is to let the Holy Spirit speak he, through you. Now, if you're not that spiritual, yes, but if you're not that spiritual, then the best thing that you can do, if you see it going south, back off. Makes sense to me. Rochelle says, I don't think you stop trying. I think it's like what Chelsea said, plant and water, and eventually it would grow. Yeah, plant and water, eventually it will grow. Yeah, you did your job. All you got to do is just plant the seeds, man. Your job mm -hmm. is done. Mm -hmm. What did you say, Frederick? You I, agree with that? Lots of things are like that. That's ritual. <clears throat> plant the seeds, and okay, you did your part. Some women discern your potential, then they get pregnant. Do women get a better chance to discern because her role requires Let me her guess needs? That's Jarrell. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Of course it is. You know, um, I can almost say here that women are, are uh, prone to, to go after someone for potential. More so than me and art. It was it was raised for that, but it was raised. I mean, if you go back to the era where we were raised in, man, it was like that's the one thing. Even in the songs, you know, I gotta go back to songs. <laughs> you got potential. It, 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 it depends on how you kick your game. Um, you know, is is let me see what you're working with. <laughs> well, let me see what you're working with is. Is let me see if you got potential. You know what I'm saying? So it was we was you know that was what we were given. The paradigm has changed now because 
I noticed that now it's like I potential is cool, but I'm gonna need to see results. You know what I'm saying? Because we were we were like, okay, it's cool to say I'm gonna grow with this person, I'm build with this person, and I got this patience. But that's when we didn't really have. But if you think about it, that's when we really didn't. That's when we had time. Like we had time then. Okay, you didn't have this, and like like okay, like I like like you ever heard somebody say like. Like, like, like some of our old heads and their marriages, they've been together 30, 45 years or stuff like that. And their marriage goes awry. And, mm-hmm. and they were like, they did this. I remember when they had nothing. So you was with them because of you, you, you kind of got there because of potential. You seen potential and you stayed there and it just happened that potential worked. What happens when potential doesn't work? Mm-hmm. What happens when you don't reach that potential? What you get acrimony all over again? You know what I'm saying? Because that's pretty much what Jarrell, the, <laughs> Jarrell said song song by Cisco started the change. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, which one? He said thong the song. song. Oh, that man. was a, that was yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. anthem that, that you know they anthem. that was an anthem. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have 15 minutes. It ain't now. <laughs> 15 minutes to uh, wrap up our discussion on when you think no one is listening. So we've already concluded that we don't give up. We've planted the seed. We continue to water and watch it grow. Now, sometimes that seed, as scripture says, it is well planted. Sometimes it's on concrete and falls by the wayside, get caught up in a bunch of other thorns and weeds, which... I, I will equate that with the bitterness of people around you, um, influences from traditions of men, things of that nature. Um, so with that, I would say, where do we go from here, Frederick? We allow the most high to take care of that, right? The pruning and all. Well, yeah, but like you got in the uh, Beginner's Guide and Workbook where I actually go through the parable mm-hmm. of the sower. And there are so many specific things that occur during the parable of the sower through each process, through the stony ground, through the thorns and thistles, through the cares and deceitfulness of riches, all of the cares of this world. I go into specific plugs on that stuff. And okay. what you have to do is... What book again? The parable of the sower. No, oh, your book. Beginner's Guide and Workbook, How to Read and Understand mm-hmm. the King James Bible. Okay. And we'll drop that it's, link as well but i go specifically into the parable of the sword because it's one of the biggest things that there is because that whole 30 60 and 100 fold Mm -hmm. they've been teaching for years and years and years that that has to do with money that has to do with uh financial prosperity but it has nothing to do with that when you actually read the parable of the sword it comes into the that has to do with your knowledge of god your knowledge of how things work your understanding of how to do things, how to be used, how to understand. And what's really happening is everything is twisted in such a way that when people bring up something from the Bible, nobody wants to hear about it because nobody's making any clarifications here and saying, okay, what you've been taught is a lie. Mm. This has absolutely nothing to do with money. This has to do with the knowledge of God. It tells you plainly there. If you read that instead of listening to somebody that's after your wallet. Interesting. Interesting. 
Okay, so we'll touch on that. We're going to drop the link to how to read and understand your King James, the beginner's guide to how to read and understand your King James Bible. We're going to drop that link. It can also be found on our Discord community. And we're going to drop the link as well on YouTube. We do have a YouTube page where if you miss us live, you can go back and catch every episode on YouTube. Chosen, give me your bullet points to to our topic today. I mean, uh, basically, I think the major bullet point is just this, uh, determining the difference between listening and the hearing. Um, you know, you just don't know what kind of ripple effects that you um, put, you know, the ripple effects that you, you put into motion whenever you speak, you know, whenever you don't think peace. So it's like, just basically, you gotta be mindful of what you say, what ammunition that you give people, and, um, you know, kind of try to learn how to take self out of it. Because uh, earlier what we talked about was some people want to, some people, we did this. This is one thing I didn't really get to say, but I said okay. now. Some people, when they speak, they want to speak to hear themselves. And mm. when people that ain't listening and it sends them into the tirade mm. and they rage and stuff, well, I'm speaking. You ain't talking about nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, well, I'm speaking to hear myself. Is this thing on? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, so you, so that's pretty much it when you think people ain't listening. And the big thing about it is, too, I guess one of the big takeaways and rewards that you can get when you don't think people listen is somebody coming back to you saying, man, you know, when we were talking the other day, what you said really resonated with me and it really helped me and stuff like that, you know. So I think that, you know, those are, I think those are like really good bullet points. And that's one big takeaway that I think everybody should, you know, be grateful for if you experience that. Like if you experience somebody saying, hey man, your words really reached me. I was about to, I was I was about to go jump in a pool of popcorn and drown in the butter, but your words made me not do it. You know, <laughs> some stuff like that. You know, it's like, you know, you able to help turn some things around. So yeah, that's it. Hmm. Okay, so we have the link to the Beginner's Guide of Understanding, Reading and Understanding Your King James Version of Your Bible. We have that link here. Thank you, Rochelle, for that. And we have the link to the Coffee and Convo Discord. We want to continue the conversations or speak with the one of us one-on-one or just um, go into the community and, you know, converse with other people that have uh, listen to the show and have other things to to say about our topics. There is the link there. Yes, Jarrell, I did. <laughs> yeah, make sure y'all share whenever y'all come in. You know, don't hide divide. You know what I'm saying? Y'all share the post. Y'all share the uh, y'all share the convo in your uh, uh, from and the then, live. Y'all share this, and I promise you to reach. There we have the the link for our YouTube page as well. Um, be looking for us. In the near future, we're going to start a Coffee and Convo After Dark on Monday nights at 8 p.m. on our Patreon page. So we will not be, you will not find our Coffee and Convo After Dark on Facebook Live. You will have to uh, catch that on Patreon. That will be our exclusive content. We will expand on these conversations um, in a different light. In a, in a different light. Uh, Frederick, <laughs> we got eight minutes. Give me, give us uh, your bullet points to today's topic. <clears throat> well, 
when you have any conversation and it has to do with you don't think that anyone is listening to you, the first place I'm going to tell you to go to is look at the most high. He hears all, sees all. And so if you're thinking God is not listening to you, you are seriously mistaken. When you say those little evil, wicked things in your head and you think nobody else is listening, oh, yeah, he's listening. And you got to remember, whatever you think in your mind is going to eventually come out of your mouth. Sin is first conceived mm -hmm. in the mind. So you're going to bring it out of you because whatever your heart is full of is what your mouth is going to speak. Mm -hmm. And so one of the biggest thing is people that don't know you, when you say, well, man, God told me this and I'm going to go do that. And they see that you never do it. Or you're sitting there and you're one of those type of people. You say, I'm going to go do this. And you keep your word every single time. They are paying attention. They're listening to everything that you say. They might not even be looking at you at the time that you're speaking. It may seem like they're paying attention to something else, but they will always come back. And like Chosen said, they'll wait for that little private moment and they will come in and they'll be like, uh, can I speak to you for a moment? I, I want to get your thoughts on this uh, situation that I'm going through. People pay attention to how you put yourself out there not so much as how you present it, but the fact that you follow through and you keep your word and you do what you say you're going to do. And to make it short and sweet, as long as you walk your talk, you're good. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for joining Coffee and Congo today. I really enjoyed the comments, the conversation. I'm glad. I, I'm excited that, that we, our audience, our, our viewers are actually engaged in our conversations. They have a lot of great information to provide, you know. What, okay, Jarrell says his camera angle be making me think about Jabba from Lilo and Stitch. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jarrell. That's you, man. <laughs> now, see, I'm ignoring that comment. <laughs> Oh, we hope y'all have a wonderful Sunday. Thank you for joining us for us again next Sunday at 10 a.m. Um, topic next Sunday. <laughs> We're going to talk about the way the world has screwed up the view of marriage. Yeah. That's a good one. Get ready. Get ready. We're looking forward to it. Love you. Have a perfect Sunday. God bless. bless.